Thank you for tuning in to IB Speaking. I am your host, Jesse. Let's get right down to it. So what are we going to be talking about today? Well, you know, I don't really have a specific structure laid out. Um, one of the things that I want to talk about, and I know it's sports, and if you don't like sports, go ahead and move on to the next section or, you know, do whatever you like. Give it a listen. Maybe you will like sports. Who knows? Um, I want to talk about LeBron James and how I think he is hes ruining the core structure of the young the young guys you know they're not the same they don't play with the same effort because they just they don't feel the same effort coming from lebron either and you can see it clearly you can see it on defense i see it on offense he doesn't want to drive to the basket he takes fadeaways one leggers you know like he always does it's lebron and you know when he finally makes one everyone jumps up and cheers and all that and, you know they could be losing by 20 points and they still they're still cheering for him but you know there are people in the crowd that they're getting tired of it like when he was shooting his free throws the other night and they were saying, we want Kobe. You know, that would be something crazy to hear. You know, you're, you're LeBron James. You came from Cleveland, went to Hollywood. Everybody was excited. Well, everybody who loves you was excited. People who love Kobe weren't so excited, weren't so thrilled, weren't so convinced that you'd do anything special, which, as it turns out, appears that they were right. So what do you really have to say to that? You know, uh, what it, what does that say to your legacy? What does that say to what you wanted to accomplish when you showed up? Because I don't think you understood how hard it really is in the West. The West is no joke. You know, I'm I'm from Oregon. I live in Oregon. I'm a Portland Trail Blazers fan. Uh, Damian Lillard, he's awesome, you know. But I get to see every year how hard it is for them, how hard it is in the West. You know, we could beat Golden State one or two games in the season, and we'll lose to someone else like the Spurs or Oklahoma City just because of lineup change. You know, it's not it's just not the same. I feel that the effort is completely different. You know, when you see East teams come out to the West, a lot of times it's like a like a foreign environment to them. That's what it seems like. They don't really know how fast that they have to move. They don't they don't understand what they're doing. I really just think that LeBron I think he should have stayed in the East. I think it it changed his legacy. Might have ruined something a little bit. Maybe the the perception of how good he was or is or still wishes that he was. I don't know. It's it's really hard to describe or explain. And you know, I'm not playing. I'm not LeBron. I'm not another player playing alongside him. I don't really see firsthand. All I see is what I see on the TV or at a live game. So, you know, that's just, that's me. That's just me being a critic and having my own opinion, which I'm allowed to. Um, so let's get into the next topic. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. He announced it himself. Um, stage four, he's 78 years old, you know, um, so stage four, you know, this cancer spreads to other parts of the body. So can't be cured at that stage typically, but it can be treated. Um, power to to him, man. You know, a good luck. I hope you can beat it. He says he's gonna fight it, and I believe he can beat it. I know you can do it. So Alex Trebek, good luck to you. God bless. You know, cancer isn't something that people normally think about on the daily, if they don't have to. You know, if it's not immediate to them, if their family doesn't have it, if they don't have it. Um. When I was a kid, I had a friend, I'm not going to say his name out of respect, 
he had a, a sister that was, I can't remember how young she was, but she was, she was very young. Um, almost like a t- toddler just walking around. Um, she had cancer and I saw firsthand through experience with him whenever I was around his family or with him, what that does to a family and how hard that is. And they fought and she fought and it didn't end up, you know, it ended the way that cancer wants it to end. You know, she's gone, but we celebrated her life. We celebrate her life. And, uh, that's all you can do. You know, at the end of the day, if it doesn't go how it should, if the person does not survive, you celebrate what they had, you celebrate what you had with them. Just celebrate, you know, um, there's no point in dwelling on something. if It's not going to help you mentally. If it's not going to help you succeed. If you lose someone to cancer, just know that they're in a better place. They feel better and they want you to feel better. It's over. It's done. Move on. So what do all of you think about the uh, NBA season so far as it is? Do you feel like the NBA has changed for the better? Do you feel like it's gotten worse? I feel like how the NBA stands right now, it's, it's like watching college kids play basketball for a lot of money. I don't see any grown men out there throwing each other around. I don't see anybody throwing their weight around. I don't see anybody going up for dunks unless it's a for sure thing. I feel like uh, the NBA needs to correct itself. It really does. Um, The contact, those rules, they've really changed things for the worse. Offense is insane. Watching 130, 140-point games, it's just not natural. Keep basketball great. That's all you have to do is just keep it great. Don't ruin it. Don't try to put your own stamp on it. Keep it the way it is. Basketball is famous. Basketball is popular. It was that way before you changed these rules. Keep it the way it is. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Bring back the contact. Bring back the real men who want to play basketball. Not the ones who want to just collect a paycheck and take 18 games off. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Kawhi. Give me basketball players. The guys that love this sport. The ones that grew up playing it day in, day out, night in. Night out, morning. Everything. Give me those guys that didn't come back inside until their moms yelled at them so much because... They wanted to just keep playing. Give me the guys that aren't streaming on Twitch on their days off. Give me the ones that are in the gym giving everything. Give me the ones that just want to play basketball. Honestly, I just want to see the National Basketball Association become what it once was. While a lot of people think it's evolving, I think it's devolving. It's getting worse, and we need to stop it. Something that I wish would change, and I know it's not going to change anytime soon, and it probably never will now, 
is how much people are on their phones, how much time they spend with their face buried into their phones. You know, I've heard the argument a lot where it's it's the same thing as watching TV. Um, like having a conversation with someone with your head buried into your phone is the same as having a conversation with someone watching the TV. But it isn't. It's not the same. A t- the television is giving you an experience while you're sitting there having a conversation. It's just like going to a movie. You can still talk during a movie. You can tell people to shut up during a movie while they're talking too loud. It's because people talk during a movie. You got your head buried into your phone, it's really hard to have a conversation with you, especially when you're not making eye contact and you can't tell if that person is acknowledging what you're saying or not. I think that's something that people don't understand now is I need you to acknowledge what I am saying, like what's coming out of my mouth. I need to know that I'm not the only one who's listening to this. I'm not vibrating my mind just to have you look at me and say, what? You know, I don't want to repeat myself more than once. I don't want to repeat myself at all, to be honest. Um, it's just, it gets redundant. It's the same thing over and over again. Look at the phone, look up, look at the phone, look up. It's like you see people walking down the street and looking at the phone and you're surprised that they're not tripping over themselves. I'm surprised that phones aren't see-through now, or there's not like an, an app that makes your camera display what's behind your phone. So you can see where you're walking, even while you're looking at your phone, because it's becoming impossible to find someone walking down the street without a phone in their face, unless they're homeless or unless they're walking their dog while holding a coffee in the other hand. You know, there has to be some condition to prevent them from holding their phone. I try to make a point of not being on my phone a lot. Uh, I use the screen screen time feature on my iPhone. There's some weeks where I'll go up. A lot of the time it's because I'm trying to research something. Um, But most of the time, I would be happy if I could have a phone that just had the keyboard and all I could do was call someone. But I know nowadays, I can't accomplish a lot of things that I would be able to with a regular phone, such as emails, job applications, education applications. There's just so much you can do in a phone now that kind of makes it pointless to go back to an old phone and then sit on a computer. But sometimes it does create a better environment when you actually take the time out to sit down, get done what you need to get done on a computer. Then you get tired of looking at a computer screen. You realize that? You sit at a computer and after a while you get tired of it. The phone, on the other hand, you don't get tired of it. So you can sit there on the phone, do the things you should have done on the computer on your phone, and then you'll just continue to stare at your phone. That's the difference, I think. I'll get up, I'll get on the computer, do what I need to do, and then when I'm done, I know I'm done because I'm tired of being on the computer. So I'll get up, get off the computer, and go do something else. That's the difference. I could be sitting there watching TV and then I get on my phone and then 30 minutes later you realize you missed the whole show because you were staring at your phone. It's very dangerous. takes your attention very quickly. Um, And I just wish it was different. I think we evolved faster than we were supposed to technologically. Um, Like cars, when we tried to put a big battery in a phone, (laughs) Samsung, and it melted um there's things that we just should not have been doing yet or maybe just shouldn't have done at all like did we really need to have a touch screen phone did we really need to be able to text people i think it worked out just fine when we were able to just call each other if it was still like that the world would be so much different i think the world would be so much nicer 
because we don't have the time or the means to broadcast our thoughts around the world, when in reality, our thoughts are just that, our thoughts. Your thoughts on something, if it's negative, should just remain in your head. You know, it's really easy for people to get under other people's skin. It's really easy for others to hurt another person. And it's just so easy to blame people when you feel like something didn't go your way or you feel offended. I used air quotes there, just so you know. So these phones have created a safety box. You stare into this phone and nothing around you matters. So you stare into this phone and you assume that everybody who sees you will know that they shouldn't speak to you because you're looking at your phone because you don't have the time to pay attention because your stuff is so important that you can't talk to another human being face to face. I think it's really changed the world for the worse. And I, I wish that it wouldn't have happened. I wish that we would still be in the flip phone era or the old brick phones where all you could do was call each other. Like, I'm fine. If this phone looks this cool, but all I can do is call you, great. Make it cost 100 bucks with a cheap touch screen just to touch the numbers and call someone. That's all I want. I want to go back to simplicity, but that's not what we'll get. It's never going to be like that again. I just wish it would. Um, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on the technology aspect of our phones today and how much time that'll take up in your life that you really aren't realizing. It's pretty insane if you think about it. If you use that app on your phone, which you should, give it a look. Pay attention to that report it gives you every week. And you'll realize some of your habits and you'll realize how many of them are unhealthy and how many actually helped you. And when you look at those apps that you were using, think about what was I doing in that app and how much time was I in it? How much did I produce? And was it worth it? I just want to remind everyone that you can send me a message on Anchor and I'll get back to you and talk about it on the show. So go ahead and let me know what you think we should be talking about, a subject that interests you. And go ahead and shout out. Let me know. I'll get back to you.